We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome into this edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Hand-raised guys, Chase Parm, Neil McCready on location today. College Corner just off uh, Sisk Avenue in Oxford Grand Opening here on this uh, Thursday evening, but for a week or so, great location, great store. We'll talk about that throughout tonight's uh, show. Again, tonight here taped in from uh, College Corner tomorrow's podcast, and we will uh, get Scott Warren, the man of the hour, on with us here in a little bit too, the owner of College Corner, a couple locations in the Jackson area and now in Oxford as well. Tons of Ole Miss gear, tons of things here set up. We got uh, got waters, got cupcakes, got cake, got stuff to uh, celebrate the uh, opening here. College Corner been with us for a while, Neil, huge uh, – part of the College World Series trip last year, and Huge. now great to uh, be here for this. Yeah, Scott and College Corner <clears throat> sponsored every every post-game of, the, uh, of Ole Miss's baseball run, starting with game two? I think it was two. They win the opener and you went, oh, no. Yeah. It, this could be a minute, so maybe let's it was, go ahead Maybe it was game two. Yeah, of the, yeah. yeah, I think it was game two of the, the uh, Hattiesburg Super Regional, and then it was one of those deals where – we're like you. You never know whether this is going to end up being great, or is it going to be fast? And and you you know you don't know. And then obviously you know the rest of that story. That was a whole bunch of games for a week and a half, and, and a whole lot of merchandise and, when it was over. And too. a whole lot of merchandise got yeah. sold. And uh, this is a huge store, what four thousand square feet of uh, of gear. They've got all the baseball jerseys behind us. We can probably have the debate about your favorite uniform because I have an unpopular take compared to some other people i think but um yeah a lot of, a lot here a lot of polos we've got some t-shirts hats uh, all sorts of things for your house things outdoor stuff helmets pretty much if you want old miss stuff they pretty much have it dead soxy stuff is here a lot of stuff stuff for the kids as well my daughter's already sampled a little bit of it today came in made a purchase got a got a got a balloon on the way out we've had a uh, we've had a trip already here this uh this afternoon as we're doing yeah, this carly hurt my feelings if i'm honest um i'm kind of devastated right now she i'm wearing a cap she wanted me to take my cap off so that she could see and i quote your bald head and i was bothered i'm, I'm hurt 
but I'm going to get past it. Neil's probably not surprised at all because it appeared to, at least to my seven-year-old, that was the defining characteristics to identify Neil there was was the bald head at that point. We've that's, covered that's this we ground, went. and that was proof positive of what I've talked about for years. When, when, when you are hairless, it does not matter what else you do. It doesn't matter what you wear, how how fit or not fit you are, how tall or not tall you are, you are defined first and foremost by your baldness. Yes. Uh, before we get too far into it, podcast brought to you by Twisted Tea. Also, uh, while we're not in the Clark Ward studio, this is the Oxford Exxon podcast, Highway 6 West in Oxford. Remember, the Beer Cave is open. Speaking of uh, refreshments, head in 34 degrees to pick out your favorite beverages for coming in town this weekend. And then obviously for Mercer next week, stop in, see all the alcoholic options there in the beer cave at blue sky if you're down around the jackson area you can stop at the college corner stores down there you can also get the homemade donuts that are going on in clinton and brookhaven it will be in clinton he could even stop in support the, the process a little bit yeah. there for uh, for some soccer this weekend so a lot of options with uh with the blue sky and again uh, typically we're in the clark ford studio clark ford's in amory mississippi 662-257-1900 that number call it ask for Corey clark tell Corey what ford product you're looking for he'll send you a quote within business hours 15 minutes within business hours i should say right to the bottom line no hassle no haggle you get your quote the rest is completely up to you you can shop it around you can do what i've done what i recommend that you do and that is hop into a clark ford today again 662-257 1900 guests join us on the Campbell Clinic hotline. It's in Oxford now, 2608 South Lamar Boulevard, Suite 102. They provide full service orthopedic care, everything from sports medicine to foot and ankle surgery to spine and total joint care, pediatric orthopedics, physical therapy, and more. It's CampbellClinicOxford.com to book an appointment, or you can call 901 759 3111. Walk ins always welcome at the Campbell Clinic, Monday through Friday, 7 30 a.m. to 4 p.m. Yeah, we'll talk some more College Corner a little bit. Again, Scott going to join us. I guess what you would technically call it uh, segment two here coming up in a uh, few minutes. But first, had uh, the final media availability prior to game week today. Uh, by the time you guys hear this, Stephon Wynn's story up on the site at rebelgrub.com. Also spoke to John Saunders and Jeremy James today, the uh, defensive back from Miami, Ohio. And then obviously a, uh, a veteran on the offensive line with, uh, with Jeremy James. Get into game week. We talked about that schedule on Thursday morning a little bit, but just in general, the switch flip for you. Are we there? I mean, you get you, again. You get Notre Dame, Navy. It's a sample week, but from far as hey, it's finally here. We're not in camp season anymore. Whatnot? Where's where's the mindset right now? Yeah, I think Monday the it sets in a little bit that this is a game week. That it's not. We're not using the word camp anymore. The, it technically ended last week because I saw a couple players' parents go the end of camp week and they took a bunch of pictures with their kids and things. Uh, so technically, Lane cut that off on Friday. Yeah, well, media relations continues to okay. load stuff into the file that says fall camp. And so I keep waiting for that to change. And, and that, it says fall. It says fall. It's brisk outside. It is 191 degrees right now in Oxford. On the asphalt, it's 207. I mean, this is... This is insanity. Do you think we could fry an egg out there? You think if we drop one, we could get we, uh, over time? Could we fry an egg? Oh yeah, I think so. We we actually should have done that. Yeah, you could. I told you this yesterday. Seven o'clock. I have a blackstone. You have a blackstone. I do. Yes. And I was doing some uh, ground turkey meat. We turned it into taco meat. It's a quick process. It doesn't take long. And. This is, again, 7 o'clock yep. in the shade. And six, seven minutes, I was burning up. 
I was so hot that I was becoming nauseous. Well, you're going to feel some heat off the thing a little bit. Not like a grill, but you're still going to get a little bit of whatever. But I mean, I've used it a lot. And when I use it a lot, I don't typically feel nauseous. (laughs) And the point was, it was so... You weren't ready to eat a taco in five minutes. No, I just, no. I wanted to just drink water and jump in a pool. It was so brutally hot. I don't, like, I know they're moving football games to 8 p.m. and stuff like that. It's not going to help. You better have a deep roster. I, I typically most years not make fun because I mean stay safe, keep the kids safe. There's no reason to chance it at all. But you know, some of the things feel a little more just for looks than anything else. And you go this time, no, no, no. Every every bit of anything you can do, get the extra heat breaks in the middle of the quarters, do all the stuff because it is just ridiculous outside. Full pads running like that early, you're still be cramping. It's hard oh. to give Ole Miss a good bit of credit. I mean, at least from the portions that we saw. Into the second week, they had fixed a lot of the cramp issues, and you went, that, that took some work because otherwise you'd be falling out all over the place an hour into this thing. I mean, you know, we, we've been joking about it. We've been talking about it. Mercer's at 1 o'clock and Tulane's at 2.30, and it's not getting that much cooler in the next three weeks. It is going to be Luckily, it is awful. breaking a little bit from this, but, yes, yeah. it is going to be very, very hot. I think right now the high for next Saturday in Oxford's 91 I'm going to guess a week later in New Orleans is going to be something similar to that. The humidity will be swamp, unbelievable. I mean, it, yeah, I'm trying yeah. not to be hyperbolic. The humidity will be in the I, 70 to 80 percent range. Yeah, it, it will yeah. be, it will be completely unbelievable. In all seriousness, I mean, this is where if you are, um, if you're running a program, yeah, 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 cake yeah. is free. Cake is it? free. Yep. Cake, cupcakes, water. Um, if you're. Uh, trying to prepare your team you're you're wanting to go as deep as possible two three deep you're wanting to play players because you can't you're not going to be able to go put your defense out there in, in this heat and say hey somebody give me 80 something snaps that's that's not a realistic ask something on that in a second but i'm going to give one more psa because i i know most of our listeners are aware of this but there's some we have our casual that catch us from day to day and they get tickets and whatnot I was talking to uh, somebody earlier this week, and even then, a, a pretty high-level donor was unaware that the game was in the was at Tulane and not in the Superdome. The game is outside in three weeks. It is outside. Like this game is not in the dome. Um, somebody had ordered tickets from Ole Miss, and thankfully, like somebody knew them and said, "Hang on, y'all are doing this." Like and it was an older couple, and oh. they said, "You're gonna whoa, like yeah. you sure?" And they said, "For, for your kids?" He goes, "No, no, no, we're going down." They said. Whatever, and I said, no, it's, it's, there's air conditioning in the dome. We go, so it's, not, it's, not, it's not in the dome. It's, it's, well, that is true. There is air conditioning in the dome. <laughs> for Titan Saints the next day, <laughs> no problem. It's not going to help you for Ole Miss Tulane. Yeah, I've had people say, I don't know why you guys keep saying no. that, because because everybody knows that. I'm like, no, no. everyone doesn't know that. There's no. an assumption when you see at Those Tulane, of you who are locked in know that. That, yeah, is, yeah. that is easy. The hardcore knows it. But your casual, hey, they're playing in New Orleans, let's go, fan. They're in, some of them are in for a rude awakening. <laughs> Yeah, not Poitras, Carrollton. There's a difference yeah. as they uh, as they uh, as they do this thing. No, you you hit it depth against Mercer. Look, Ole Miss is going to beat Mercer, obviously. But if you're Lane Kiffin, you've got to play 85 players, right? You're playing everybody as much as, for for two reasons. Number yeah. one, acclimation, yeah. and number two, to limit the snaps as much as possible prior to what's coming next week from a Heat standpoint. Oh, I think so. I think you're playing everybody for sure. I think you play as many guys as you can. I think I think you're playing starters a half. And if everything goes well, maybe a possession into the third quarter, and then that's it. Yeah, may even pull them quicker than you score like it typically would. Mm-hmm. And you go, hey, they're going to win, so right, whatever, right. it's fine. You can always bring it back. You can go forward. You can do whatever it is you want to do at that point. So I mean, I, yeah, I think that makes sense. I just 
it hadn't really clicked like that in my head. I went, oh wow, like no, that's a that's a thing they're going to be doing with um, from a from a from a depth standpoint and what that thing looks like. So where do you stand on the whole Tulane thing? I know we're two weeks away from it, but there's 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 a level of hype with Tulane. Now we're going to find something out because we had. Kane Womack on McCready and Siski today, and Kane and South Alabama play at Tulane next Saturday. That's going to be a really good test for the Green Wave because I think Kane's got a really good team. But for the sake of the argument here, let's say Tulane beats South Alabama. What's the level of hype on this game? Because I'm not sure that I completely buy it. I'm, I'm not. I'm not trying to be disrespectful to what Tulane did a year ago because if anything, I've defended them when people have tried to belittle the USC game. I'm like, no, no, they played the game and won. They beat USC. So it goes, well, they came back in the last four minutes. Well, four, those four minutes count. That's like, well, they didn't score to the ninth. Well, did the ninth not count? But that said, I'm not anticipating the Donnie Brook that some people are talking about. It's honestly a great opportunity for Ole Miss if you care about PR or marketing because I think it's a game Ole Miss wins. I think it's a game that is at least not – crazy close there late in the fourth quarter. I think it's I think I would describe this from a prediction as comfortable. You're not a blowout, yeah. but never you're thinking, hey, two lanes about to come take this and do this thing because there's a few things at play here. One is there is a media that likes the underdog, that likes the the spunky whatever. You've got a perfect situation in Tulane where they beat USC and they get the Access Bowl win. And I mean, look, they had it's one of the best turnarounds in incidentally history last year from what they had done the year before. Michael Pratt, as we've said, is entering his 19th season as the Tulane quarterback. You've got an experienced guy there. All these little things to build up and make that into something. But when you look at it, it's a few different things. Number one, the media is overvaluing the Texas Tech win over Ole Miss. Ole Miss finished kind of poorly. They lose the bowl game. That plays into it a little bit. Um, you've got Tulane winning that game against SC and the Heisman Trophy winner and all that stuff, and they've got these guys back. And Tulane finished really strong they did. No, last no, no. year. You know, they, they played – who they play at the end of the year that they just mauled? It's Central Florida. They beat Kansas State. Yeah, they – yeah. But late in the year, they yeah. played UCF down there and just That's right. mauled them, you know. And I think that created but, some more of the hype. And, again, I'm not trying to take anything away no. from it. I'm just – But on the other side, their best players no longer are there. Tajay Spears plays for the Titans. He doesn't play for Tulane anymore. He was absolutely the bell cow and the person that made them go even beyond Michael Pratt. And then beyond that, it's a team that – and I get that a lot of teams have losses and weird things, and 2015 Ole Miss is raising its hand for Memphis. But as much as we love Will Hall, they lost to Southern Miss last year. This isn't some juggernaut that just rolled through everybody and did all this kind of stuff. I just It plays into everything for Tulane, as weird of a statement as this is, to be overrated. Agreed. To, to, to just come there. There's just five or six things that make it where it's just not quite what you're we're doing that. And if Ole Miss is a team that's going to win eight games, more games, whatever it looks like, or you know a team that's going to win the majority of those coin flips we always talk about with Arkansas and Auburn and A&M and Mississippi State – you just go down there and you handle your business against Tulane. You win the game 34 to 20, something like that, and you move on with your day and you get ready for Georgia Tech and then the gauntlet that comes after that. I, I just I don't it, even mean this as a hot take. I think Georgia Tech's going to be a bigger test for Ole Miss than Tulane. You've stuck on that. I do. But you're, you're going to have to sell me on that a little bit because I know how bad Tech was last year. I think it might tell you that I'm not sold on Tulane at all. Okay. Because you're not putting Ole Miss on upset watch against Georgia Tech. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. No, no, no. no. Ole Miss is going to be 3-0 when they go to Tuscaloosa. Is Georgia Tech's best quarterback from last year now plays from Nebraska. Right. Yeah, no, I'm not. not Jeff even, Sims. I'm not remotely doing the – I think Georgia Tech's quarterback is uh, uh, Haynes King. 
Oh, that's right. The former yeah, yeah. Texas A&M that's right. quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just think they won't have some of the stuff hanging over them that they had a year ago, and they'll play a little looser, and it it will be more of a test than Tulane. That's that's all. I still they'll, think, they'll have more though, talent on their roster than Tulane. Now, look, Vegas is not susceptible to media whims. They're not going to move lines off what they think the media thinks. But what the, what Vegas does do is try to get equal numbers on both sides. It's not always predicting a game. I still think if you believe Ole Miss is going to do what we believe you're going to, you're going to have a great opportunity because we've talked about this and we won't see the number for a week. I guess it'll be the Sunday after Mercer when we see this. I still think Ole Miss is less than a touchdown of a favorite down there. Oh, God, then. I think it's like it six, six and a half. might be the first time I bet on a game. <laughs> I do. I think it's like Ole Miss minus six, six and a half, something like that. I've covered Ole Miss for 16 years now. I have bet on one game. It was a basketball game. Did it cash? I did win. It got a little it shaky. I remember close. that game. It was very yeah, close, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I said, I'm not doing it again. I've never bet on a football game with real money. I've done the pretend bets with meals picks and stuff. But if the line's under seven. That's the number you know. I'm cashing in. So you feel completely different about six and a half and like eight? I'd probably lay eight without – it'd have to get to double digits, I think, before I was like, well, I don't know, maybe. I think it's a 17-plus point win. But now, look, if it's a 17-point game, a team can score a late touchdown and close to 10, and you can lose your money on 11 and a half. Yeah, but if Ole Miss is up 34-17 with six to go, you're like, hey, i got a score to play with here, and it's yeah. going to be all right, yeah. and they'll, they'll, they'll run it out. I mean – if you think about taking a trip, it makes for a great weekend. I mean, you go down there, Ole Miss is probably going to win, probably going to win in a way that's beyond the media. You get the Saints-Titans the next day. Yeah, it's, it's, I, it's, I'm, it's, just, I'm just interested in the people who go down. I know what you're going. And on Friday night, they enjoy New Orleans. And I love New Orleans, too. Don't get me wrong. And then they get up on Saturday and enjoy brunch a little too much. And 2.30 kicks in. And 2.30 kicks in when it's – Eight gazillion degrees, and that price gets paid at about four fifteen. There will be a moment when Ole Miss scores a touchdown, and Jackson Dart hits Trey Harris in the corner of the end zone, and the Rebels go up twenty seven to six, and they look around and go, "We could get out of here." Yeah, well, we should get we, out. We, of here. We, it, yeah. it, it, it's in hand. It's been fun. Yeah, the hotel room's going to sound really good at that moment. Maybe even a sports bar. We get air conditioning. Yeah, we can go find somewhere. It, there, there's stuff here. We can we can handle this. Yeah, that section's going to thin out. Around mid third, yeah. I, I will I will be really impressed by the number of people that decide. You know what? Um, we are going to wait. We're going to sing the alma mater with the band after the clock hits triple zero. The shower is going to feel really good. Those are the point. people who were not down in the quarter the night before. Have you gotten your credential? Are you are you? I'm well. You are know, you good because they only have like five seats. That's in the, whole the problem. Thing. Yeah, I don't. You. What are you going to do if you're sitting outside? Hotel, I don't hotel know. room, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't blame you. I get it. Well, I mean, you know, we've run into that before. It's kind of like that Lafayette Super Regional in fourteen. I mean, they can put you in some spots. I, yeah, I, I did hear that. I was, uh, I was told that's the case, and I don't know what their auxiliary plan is. It literally might be under a tent somewhere like that. I don't know. I mean, I've said it's this a many very times small the, press box. The auxiliary thing in Lafayette was, I was like, sign me up. They had beer. Yeah, and it everything. Was, and it was, it was air conditioned. It was nice, and you still got the post game. Still got to talk to the people in person. Yeah, game three of that Lafayette Super Regional walked down into the stands about the seventh inning, yeah. or it was right after the Perdzok hit because they cleared it all out yeah. and they were they were up or whatever, and you could walk down there and. But we watched the first six innings, seven innings maybe in the TV room. It was uh, in the TV rooms right across the street. You saw everything. It was cool, and they had a. Uh, 
I, I want to say we were uh, sipping summer shandy. I think that's what was in. Oh, there. I think that's I, right. I think that was in their cooler. I think that's back what in the day. it was. A line and Kugel. Yeah. Don't ask me what I did yesterday, but nine years ago it was a summer shandy in the Lafayette <laughs> press box. But it is what it is. They um, were very congenial to us. Well, they'd been scared to death the week before. They had all the state yeah. stuff. State had gone there for the regional. And their media was made it out like them. they were the missing link down there. And then it. They couldn't have been nicer. Do you hate losing games? Do you hate losing players? Do you hate paying for your insurance? If you said yes to those questions, Davey Ferris can help. Davey has partnered with the Grove Collective. He'll be donating 20% of all commissions, 10% of all renewals on both personal and commercial insurance policies. He can service customers in all 50 states. He's dedicated to making sure Ole Miss Athletics succeeds in this era of college sports. So contact Davey at 214-715-7247 or via email at dferris at hillcoinsurance.com. Are you retiring soon? How long should you wait to take Social Security? What accounts should you pull from first? Are you already retired? Should you consider Roth conversions? These are just some of the questions that can only be answered with a personalized retirement income plan. Andrew Sego with Sego Wealth Management specializes in helping folks just like you come up with their retirement game plan. Whether you meet at his office in Collierville or prefer Zoom from anywhere, schedule a free discovery meeting and see what he can do for you. It's rebelsretire.com. Again, rebelsretire.com. Our uh, Thursday night show is always brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662-429-4429. A-Stock is a Nashville-based online retail company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items start at just $1. That's right. Every item starts at just $1, no matter what the retail value may be. Shop now at astock.bid. That's A-S-T-O-C-K dot B-I-D or download their app. Name your price on thousands of items from big name retailers. A-Stock has multiple locations around Tennessee and more coming soon, so don't miss out. And as we mentioned, we'll be at the College Corner this evening, 5 to 7, their new location right off of Sisk Avenue with the Oxford Commons in Oxford, more than 4,000 square feet of their best Rebel gear, plenty of parking available. Their staff will have you in and out and ready for the Grove in no time. You can also check them out on the web, collegecornerstore.com. Podcast is brought to you by Heavenly Sunshine. They've got a few days left in their deal for Christmas lights before August 31st. They can take the hassle and do the work for you with their full-service installation plan. They'll install, take down, and store the lights for you. They use commercial-grade LEDs that are 100% customizable for your home or business. They take care of the lights when you take care of the gifts. Book your free estimate before August 31st and mention MPW10 for 10% off. Family Sunshine has been serving the Mid-South and Oxford for over four decades. Their full-service commercial and residential property maintenance includes power washing, soft wash roof cleaning, Side cleaning and window cleaning. Visit the website heavenlysunshine.com 662-342-1203 to book your free estimate. Podcast also brought to you by GNM Pharmacy 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area. They offer MedSync. Fever prescriptions the same day each month. Take care of you. One trip to the pharmacy and you have everything you need when you need it with GNM. Again, Holly Springs with Tyson Drugs or Oxford with GNM. That's 662-236-2222. They did everything they could have done. I mean, seriously, they did everything. No, I'm saying they were hundred. They, they were awesome. Done. They were great to us. I mean, I've told you the story. That first day we went into French press, and we were sitting there, and the the the, the, the 
poor server looks beaten down from the previous weekend or something. And we walk in, and he looks at us. And we're like, hey, table for six. It was a group of media. Jeffrey was with us. Oh, I think God. Courtney Cronin was with us. It was okay. whatever the group was. Kellenberger was there. And uh, he goes, are you all from Mississippi? Jeffrey kind of looked over and goes, yes, but not that Mississippi. <laughs> and the guy kind of looked at us and laughed, and we sat down, and – we kind of had a strategy. We we're like, "Look, we got to get this guy on our side." Number one, we keep hearing good things. We might be back tomorrow, so we got to we got to so get order this. alcohol. That was the catch. Step one: none of the state people do. They don't drink at brunch, so they had gone and not drank okay, anything. So- <laughs> the guy told us this because they had a they had a they had a specialty cocktail menu, and it had five or six things on it. Was whatever. We're like, sure, just grab them. Whatever. What's the Sounds point good. of brunch if you don't drink anything? <laughs> They told us. They said they didn't order any alcohol, and they didn't do this, and they talked crap about us when they left. And then within like 10 minutes, they're like, oh, well, this is awesome. We're bringing it out. We're doing the drinks, and we're doing the whole deal. Again. It's what he told me. He said they did not drink the week before. So they just came and had the French toast and the bacon and the eggs and the whole deal. So they had a late breakfast. <laughs> they had a late breakfast. <laughs> if you yeah. tell me, hey. If you if you tell me you get to fill in the blank, hey, we're going to brunch, okay? The first thing I'm assuming is, all right, so we're gonna have mimosas, or there's a gonna Bloody be Mary. some like aperol type stuff, or there's gonna be Bloody Marys. There's probably gonna be some beer involved. Um, yeah, that's the first thing I think, and then I think yeah, we're gonna do some some breakfast food, some lunch type stuff. But mostly I'm there for, like, champagne and stuff. That's why it's called brunch. They, they had a specialty cocktail that was some sort of, like, whiskey with, like, cold brew coffee thing, and it was great. And that's yeah, like, sure. That's what we, yeah, yeah, whatever that thing was. And it was, I think we had, like, some quail and eggs or something, and all good. I mean, I'm assuming right away that we're doing champagne, and I might put some Aperol with it or some Campari. Grand Marnier, if you yeah, want. Yeah, some triple set, Grand Marnier. And then we'll do, yeah. Yeah. So you 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 disarmed them quickly. Yeah, that was the goal, was to complete. And then the next day you go in there like, hey, right this way? Yeah, because y'all hey. probably tipped well. Yeah, it was like, hey. They probably didn't tip at all. It was, hey, here we are. So nonetheless, yes, I don't know what Tulane will look like from a media standpoint. We'll brave the elements. But the, the Saints-Titans <clears> game is an easier ticket. It's at noon. You'll be back in town by 9 or so if you're – Coming back to Oxford. Oh yeah, all good for uh, for that one. Ryan are you Tannehill. driving? Are you driving back after Saints Titans? Yeah, because I'm mean, getting on yeah. Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I guess it's yeah, 100. percent Yeah, I'm back about nine. I mean, that's not that's not a big deal. No, it's not bad at all. So, that trip from New Orleans is it's a breeze. It's now. actually pretty easy. Four and a half, four hours, four forty-five. We'll uh, talk a little bit of College Corner after the uh, break. First, speaking of alcoholic beverages, uh, are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made the real brewed tea, impacts a flavorable punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation. Deliver the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual Twisted Tea. <clears throat> Turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering on your favorite team, whether you're tailgating, you're in the parking lot, watching at a bar, or even hosting friends at home. Twisted Tea is there to elevate that experience. It complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So it's toast the unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. We'll talk a little college corner now. The owner, Scott Wern, going to uh, join us here as we uh, 
celebrating the first full week here in Oxford for uh, <clears throat> for him and your location. Scott, good to be here. Thanks for you, to you for uh, today, this week, and your support uh, all the way going back for a pretty good long time here for uh, a lot of things uh, celebrating as you get this third location going. So how's it uh, how's it been so far? Uh, it's been great. I'm glad you guys are here, and <clears throat> we're excited to be here in Oxford. The, the store and everything turned out better than, than we expected. It was three weeks ahead of schedule and and um, everything came in on time and uh, like I say we, we're excited to be here excited for the season to get here is that a nervous moment when you go hey you need to be here for football season need to make sure we hit these dates what's that, yeah, what's there's, that a, like? there's a lot of nervous moments and, and especially with you know the first game's a white out or is all my white <laughs> shirts gonna be here you know we'll get red before I get white and and uh, yeah so you, you you have that panic do you have you know not enough, too much. Um, is it going to show up? And and uh, but no, everything, everything came for the most part on time, which is is shocking to me, and and, and thankful that uh, everything did. Seems like an obvious question, but what made Oxford the next place for the for the location? Well, y'all, y'all were talking about the national championship run, and um, so obviously that was a crazy month, and and we something became very um, evident to us. We we were like, man, we are shipping so much stuff to Oxford. You know what? What gives? And then we we started looking into our analytics from Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and, and things that we're doing. And Oxford it always was always in the top five, sometimes in the top three. And it's like, you know, do do we need to look at being up there? And so <clears throat> we just started kind of asking around. We had, you know talked to some friends and say, hey, what is a store like us needed in Oxford? And and we discovered the the Oxford Commons out here and and all the growth that's coming out here and. Realize, I don't know if y'all, I'm sure y'all have talked about the, the incoming freshman class is supposed to be so big and, and just the, the, the plans for it. And it's like, you know, I think, I think there's a need for it. I, and, and then, you know, you've got Jackson Avenue and the square. Those are great places to go, but they are crowded. Uh, they're crowded on a Tuesday, let alone uh, game weekends and stuff. So anyway, we did a lot of research and felt like this area was growing and, and needed a, a place like us and uh you know at a week into this we, we we feel like those uh those thoughts have been validated we've had a very good week yeah it's a great location because you're close to the hotels that are out in this area and then this is like you mentioned on game day chase and i'll probably agree on this game weekends us locals for the most part we steer so far away from the square that it, it it's almost intimidating to go up there because there's no yeah. place it, out here. You can get out here, and like we say in the ad, you can get in and out pretty quick and without it impacting your tailgating or getting to the game or all of those things as opposed to <laughs> the other side of town where it's that's not always a certainty. No, it, yeah, it, it's a, <clears throat> it can be a disaster at times. And, 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 and some people don't know it, but you can get here um, – off of seven, obviously, we're very convenient off seven, but the other end of this road goes and exits off of six. Very convenient to get out and in and out of. We've got a ton of parking. As you can see, we're, we've got a pretty wide open space. Uh, we're going to have plenty of staff here to get people in and out. And uh, we just think it's be a, a good time to come in. Like, like, like y'all saying that, you come in and out, and you, it doesn't ruin your day. I mean, that's, that's when we opened this thing nine years ago. That was kind of my story as I, I came into town and needed a polo for a game. And, man, after about two hours of fighting crowds and all that stuff, I was like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm upset. I'm mad. I'm not ready to relax and have a good time. 
tell us a little about the store. Square footage, inventory, what all what, what all you got going on in here? Well, so we're this is our the biggest store of the three by a little bit. It's about forty five hundred square feet. Um, we're never going to have you know just everything. We, we we try to be you know I've used the term um, boutique fan shop. Um, we, we try to have some upper level polos and t-shirts and things um we, we, we try to hit some you know more of a quality based product but we still have your cheerleading outfits we have your jerseys and t-shirts and hats uh tailgate items we, we we try to cover just like the stores in jackson your entire family union you know whether you're looking for a cap um like i say your girl needs a, a cheerleading outfit son needs a jersey uh you need a polo hey i've, I've got i need paper plates i need napkins so we, we we try to hit all the bases but we we do try to be on the higher end quality wise um is what we've done for <clears throat> for nine years and 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 what we we feel like we've accomplished with this store how do you decide what colors to have of how much quantity i mean what, what have you learned from sales as far as red navy powder white i mean how does that work well i you know it's a guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, How's it rank? I you, guess you, you have to. I mean, you, you kind of have to figure out how this, how you think the season's going to go. Uh, you know, uh-huh. you have to sit there and because it does. I mean, if you're six and zero and it's a red weekend versus three and three, there's a different crowd. It just really is. So you, you, you try to see and do your best to you know play the odds and say you know what you know Ole Miss is playing pretty good and there's a red weekend coming up in a couple of weeks at home game and. You know, I think we need to stock up, and it has gotten better since COVID. It was really tough around COVID because they were like six weeks out and or four weeks out. Now we're getting to where we're a week or two. So, you know, if they win, um, we can kind of turn around pretty quick. Although this schedule is 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 pretty good. You're you're white, you're red, red navy. I mean, excuse me, um, powder blue, red. You don't really get into navy until the. The, uh, the the back half of the season, but but it, I hate to say I, I wish I had a magic formula to uh, to discover that, but a lot of it is just is is guessing and what you kind of think. The, and it's also the weather too. I mean, if it's a it's a freezing cold game, you know that those sales are going to drive too because of that. So you got all four baseball jerseys. Which one is the hot seller? Is it the powder? Oh yeah. What's number two? Uh, you know, I thought it was going to be the pinstripe. But it, it's not. I'd have to say the white is now. The, and the pinstripe was a was a one and done. It's here and it's gone. Uh, after this year, I do not know why. But I thought the pinstripe would even be higher than powder. So we've had we've had powder a while, but it still sells. Is that a sign they're getting rid of the pinstripe on the field? Like, what, no, what I don't. I, I don't know why. Yeah, I know. I mean, I could break some news about some jerseys, but uh, no, it's. Uh, <clears throat> um, I, I don't know why if it, if it was a Nike situation or yeah. or what, but uh, actually we buy from a third party. It's not directly from Nike, so it could have been them. I don't know. Um, but uh, I'd say the white after the powder. The powder's probably two to one over anything else. It's a little bit of irony because the white is the jersey that Ole Miss has gotten rid of on the field. They don't wear the white anymore. They haven't had really? that in several years. No, they have not had that white jersey in at least three or four or five years. It's easily my favorite one. I'm a uniform snob. Yeah. I'm a big uniform guy. and The all-white with the blue cap with the red bill was the uniform, and they have stopped wearing that. It's it's not even close in my mind which one I think is yeah. the best-looking one. It just looks sort of traditional and pure. And I like the powder. I like the powder. I do. Yeah. And, and I like pinstripes. Pinstripes is a good look. I, I'm not as crazy about the red as the other, but I love the white. I can't believe they're getting rid of that. That's that's. The navy is by far my least favorite. It's not even yeah, close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we could have gotten the, the, the navy – I, because of a fan cut, it's you know it's the two button cut and and it was 
it was a, a popular look. Of course, they wore it all through the you know the the championship run last year. But it's a it's an unusual fit for the average fan, so it just doesn't sell as well oh, as, right. the, as the button ups do. So, uh, but it, it is a just not as popular. Oh, so even the blue you would get would have we that could. same cut it, on. Yeah, it wow. does. It does, okay. and it's 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 narrow and and and, and long, and uh, you know sometimes doesn't fit very well. You got some long sleeve stuff already out on the floor. We're probably not selling a ton of that quite yet. You got, you got, you got, you got yeah. No, and I, you know, you over the years I like never had anything long sleeve in, and um, I'm not sure how it is up here in Oxford, but they keep those schools so cold oh, yeah, that yeah, our yeah. kids wear hoodies or sweatshirts like in August, and we're like, it's a hundred degrees outside. Why are you taking a hoodie to school? And uh, and and they apparently. Um, keep those schools pretty pretty cold but uh we um we just felt like we needed some 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 um warmer or cooler weather stuff i mean we didn't know this heat dome was going to be over us for six weeks or whatever you 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 made a pretty good point because my daughter has taken a sweater with her the last week a little more than a week she's probably came to jeffrey you know if it gets below like 80 he's like bundled up and everything (laughs) and he can't survive and that's kind of what she's been like she's been hey i'm 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 dying i mean she's up like an eskimo headed out the door every day and i'm like you You can only live in Florida and the Gulf Coast, yeah. and that that's about it. Or the Caribbean. Like, yeah, you're yeah. you're uh, you're about done. Can you, uh, Scott? Can you pull off the Hawaiian leaf looking things no, over here? I, can you pull those off? I, I'll admit I tried it on just Did to you? see if I could. Uh, you know, going to Destin. No, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. it's for this some is, people though. It's, now, now this is the 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 Elvis Hawaiian shirt that, oh. that he wore and made uh, a Ray Spooner. They told me that I didn't really know who that was or what, but it's, Never it's the Elvis Hawaiian shirt. So oh. they sold me after you know the Elvis Hawaiian shirt. So I said, "Well, I got a." We sold one today, as a matter of fact. Oh, so how about that? It's Friday is Hawaiian Day at somebody's work coming up. So he was he it? Bought it. Yeah. 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 I've always been curious to ask you this: when you sponsored our coverage of the baseball run, it's a it's a gamble because they could go two and out. It happens. Someone's going to go two and out, right? I mean, sure. someone's going zero and two in Omaha and and, and leaving early. When the wind started coming, I'm sure you got excited. Did you also think, oh, I've, I've really got to start making sure that I'm ready to get stocked here? Well, because of that, and, and that's called a hot market with these championship runs, and so we had all these orders placed, and obviously if they don't win, nothing ships. And so <clears throat> some ship better than others. So those were kind of easy orders to play so it wasn't like we were getting in product and, and all of a sudden it was oh crap they didn't win I gotta send everything back so those were kind of easy and, and because of the previous season we were prepared I mean we were ready we had our, our website ready um, <clears throat> we had things loaded um, I, I, I had inventory ready um, and and although we were we were still overwhelmed by it I mean we we we, we far exceeded our expectations at that point but those those type of situations um are really easy it was just it's getting the product on the on the website um which i actually was was in omaha i soaked it in for about 10 minutes and then i did a uh i stepped it back to the hotel to to get those items that they wouldn't give me the images on until until that win was 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 there but uh but you have those people that would show up the next day and i and i get it we, you know, everybody's passionate about this and they're like all right hey where's my shirt that's like it was like it was it was like eight hours ago we're not we're fast we're not that fast but we did have stuff the following day but uh it was uh it was an exciting time and and enjoyed the the the, the ride on the on the podcast and stuff like that it was a it was a it was a huge investment <coughs> 
uh, or payback for us because I mean we got a lot of lot of lot of business off that. It, it paid off. Yeah, you're probably watching that final game because it got a little revenue riding on this too. That's not yeah. just fan. Hey, get these yeah. outs yeah. right here. Yeah, that's I mean, going on little, down, you know, right? we, the hands were, were were shaking a little bit. I mean, you know, it's it's. Uh, you know, you, you you can do some, you can you can make some uh, some purchases. Uh, you know, and, and have some things done when you win a national championship. I have a feeling wins. years from now, Ole Miss people are going to look back on that and the way that he's pitching in Double A, and go, oh, and they survived Kate Horton that day. Yeah, the pitcher for Oklahoma because he's cruising through the minor Is leagues. Really? Yeah, I mean he's there's starting to be some talk about him being in the Cubs rotation as early as next season. He's just dominant. So. The fact that they were able to hang in there enough that day against what might turn out to be a big-time pitcher. I ridiculed it when they drafted him, but I was clearly wrong. Well, you know, it's it's one of those deals when it was happening, and you had to be you had to be a little bit of a stat seam head to under, understand it, but Creighton runs that event. Creighton's the home team okay. for the College World Series, and they had all their analytics people doing all sorts of track man data during the game. And what they would do is every time Cade Horton would throw a pitch, you could see the immediate track track man data go, and you're going, oh, God, that's major league level. I mean, there's stuff up here, and it's – I mean, I was, I was staying on the message board because obviously Ole Miss fans are so tense and they're freaked out. And they're going, why are you not hitting him? Why are you doing this? I'm like, dude, no, you're seeing like Kershaw-type stuff going on right now. Yeah. Like this is not – Spin rates. Yeah, I mean, he, he, was, he, he was throwing stuff. sliders at 3,000 RPM and stuff, and you're going, oh, my God. Yeah. Like this is this is not hittable. Yeah, he's, I mean, it's, he's destroying double-A yeah. hitters. Well, it was – I remember being in the stands, and when, when they decided to take him out, it was like, whew, okay, all right. Now, you know, maybe there's a chance here. But he was – yeah, he was he was dealing that game. So, uh, you're you're up a little bit um, watching uh, watching the store for the next few weeks. Mercer next week should have a big Saturday with, uh, with, with game day. I guess that starts rolling in on Thursday and Friday. And uh, you're set here, like you said, what is, uh, what is next week? It's a whiteout, it's a whiteout. is that correct? Yes. You're doing white? Yep. Got white polos, got stuff, got plenty of options for uh, whatever whatever's looking like for Mercer next weekend. Yeah, we, uh, we we've got adult, kid, youth, women. Uh, we, we we feel like we've got our bases covered. So uh, yeah, so when you guys make it into into town next weekend, come come see us. We appreciate it as always. Thank yeah. you for a uh, a long time and hopefully a long time ahead as well. So we appreciate being here and we'll uh, we'll get with you soon. Yep. Thank you all for being here. Appreciate it. Scott Warren, College Corner, joining us here as we uh, continue the podcast on location. We frustrated people who like the Navy jerseys and the uh, <laughs> wear Hawaiian shirts every day. I'm sure there's a few of you guys out there. No offense. They pull them off. I mean, it's right here. Come pick well, up a new one. Earlier Thursday, we offended the cold the coffee crowd. coffee people. They're, we upset a lot of folks. We had a buddy, Texas and go. He did not tell you about Prime Shrimp. PrimeShrimp.com. Seven different flavors available for you. Everything from the Orleans style barbecue to their full meals in a bag. They got the garlic herb butter. They got the French Quarter Alfredo. They can take care of dinner tonight. Kids have activities, school, homework, all sorts of stuff going on. Let Prime Shrimp handle your dinner. Less than 10 minutes from freezer to plate with Prime Shrimp. And if you get it mailed to you, it's quick. It comes to you in a... uh, and a good quality throw in the freezer, and you can get five pouches or more with 25% off right now through rebelgrove.com. That's code RG with primeshrimp.com to get five pouches or more, some of your favorites, or a sampler. That's code RG at primeshrimp.com. Game Changer Patches are the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch used before or while you drink. The overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game. Ready for your next play, go to GameChangerPatch.com, promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. 
Get ready for the uh, football season by stepping up your sock game. Select one of three different Saturday seven-packs to complete your outfit for each of the Rebels' seven home football games. Select the Oxford edition or one of the two NIL boxes. Dead Soxie members get exclusive pricing on the Oxford seven-pack, while NIL boxes are on sale for $150. Uh, Step up your game day style with a seven-pack of Dead Soxie premium socks and cheer on your Rebels in comfort and style. Again, that's deadsoxie.com. We're brought to you by Pinnacle. Pinnacle home to the Pinnacle 401k advisory services team. They'll conduct complimentary, no obligation benchmarking and analysis of your current 401k plan. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. And we're brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. If you're thinking about a holiday trip, maybe you're already looking ahead to next summer, get in touch with John. Give him some parameters. Give him a budget. He's going to give you options that you probably can't find on your own. You don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or send him an email at jedwards at regencytravel.net. Oxford's new Greek restaurant on the square, OPA, is the perfect place to plan your uh, company dinner, your festive party event, fabulous food, great craft libations as well. OPA can accommodate up to 200 guests. For catering or booking information, contact Jeannie at 601-421-7147. The Grove will be uh, hopping next weekend. If you uh, still want to set up your tailgating needs for the coming season, if you're coming for one game, if you're coming for all seven games, if you're just coming for a handful of games, no matter. Also, it doesn't matter how complicated or simple your uh, tailgate preferences are. Seven South Tailgating can accommodate you. Uh, they've been doing it for a long time. Ole Miss grads, they understand the, the uh, importance of the Grove. They can make your tailgating super uh, easy where you can enjoy your friends, enjoy your football Saturday. They'll take care of the setup, the cleanup, all of those things. It's 7southtailgating.com. And we're brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency, connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. Uh, they've got uh, opportunities across the board, multiple fields from beginner to um, advanced career people looking to move on in their careers. Uh, Also, if you're looking, your company is looking to hire quality, hard to find talent service specialists can help you as well. It's always free for the candidate. Companies don't pay until they hire a candidate that uh, service specialist sent. So you've got nothing to lose. Give Will, Sydney, or Kelsey a call at 662-832-5138 or check out their new and improved website, service specialist, ltd.com. Podcast is brought to you by Johnson Hill Creamery. It's johnsonhillcreamery.com. And they want you to know about their tailgate packages with the Grove coming up here in just over a week. You can pick up the food on a Friday or Saturday. Tons of options. They feed 10, 20, or 40, depending on your preferences and what you need for the first game day against Mercer here in the Grove. They've uh, got a ton of options. Everything from their uh, dips and pepper jellies to their large specialty trays. Those go for the artisanal, the grazing, the charcuterie. they got sandwich trays. They got fruit, they got cheesecake dip that's a favorite, the crudités, or the cookies and brownies for the kids and adults alike. So that is johnstillcreamery.com. You can order online for those things at johnstillcreamery.com or give them a call, 662-419-9201. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good about it. After uh, he he actually had a cold brew with pumpkin spice this morning, so we hit all of his. Said his confidence level was now at a zero. <laughs> that's that's what we do. We try to ruin days. That's us. Can you pull the Hawaiian off? Can you do that? I don't think I could pull that off. I don't. I don't. I don't think that would look good. You don't? No, not on me. I've got. I mean, I don't have any of it. I don't wear it, but I've gotten to where I'm really into the UM, the interlocking. I like it better than the script. I know it frustrates a lot of people, but I, I've almost fully transitioned over to the the interlock at this point. I think from the script. Huh. I, think I like the script. I, mean, I, I, I don't know, like, because it's 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 unique. It's unique. It's you're not. It's doesn't look like somebody else. You know, the block M is Michigan, Maryland. Like I, I don't yeah. like that the baseball team wears the block M on their hats. I know it's what's always been there, but for the most part. Because they actually had the, you know, Ole Miss had the interlocking UM on their baseball caps in the, like the late ni- mid to late nineties under yeah. Pat Harrison, and then Mike switched them back to the uh, to the block M, I think. But yeah, I don't know. There's it, it's not confusing as far as from a branding standpoint. And now look, Ole Miss has put a ton of money in the script. I mean, it's 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 what they've got. But I mean, you look around, you're seeing more of it, more of it, more of it, more of it. Oh, uh, yeah, it's it's, right. it, it's kind of starting to come around a little bit more than the the just the M from the script that you see some. You know, it's on the basketball uniforms now. Malloy uses it for golf a little bit. They've got the they've got the, the M just from the Ole Miss script on some stuff as well. But the whole branding thing has always been fascinating to me. Like how do you sort of lock in on a brand and then build on it or build around it. Like with we talk about uniforms yeah. and stuff. With like major league teams they're when they do the alternate uniform and suddenly the fans love it, do you keep it as the alternate or do you start working it more into your rotation and making it more of a regular? That's always been interesting to me. The Cubs ever had one that has come in for longer than just here or there, hit or miss? No. I, mean, I know it's really traditional from a fan base standpoint. Their, their, their home uniform is very traditional. The, the Cubs mess up the road thing. I, I agreed. Yesterday, the Cubs were in Detroit. They're gray uniforms? The Cubs were in Detroit okay. yesterday. And Detroit has that very traditional home white uniform. Good uniform. The, oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. It's the English D it's, and the whole deal. It's fantastic. It's yeah, yeah. amazing good. And the Cubs owed it to baseball to wear the all gray. <laughs> <laughs> and they break out that blue alternate jersey 
with the gray pant. And I actually like the blue jersey, but it it clashed so badly, that uniform, with what the Tigers were wearing that day. You just owed it to the game to wear a traditional gray uniform. Gray, Chicago across the chest or whatever. Yes, and you yes, got, yes. It, just it, keep it simple. And, and they, for the most part, do. They have that, that walking bear logo that they try to implement some. And every once in a while, they'll break out. I the, don't mind that thing. It's not bad. It's not it's bad. The, but it's a Sunday home logo. Here's what, you know what I mean? Here's what the Cubs don't do. Everybody's like, oh, my God, I'm going to no, kill no, him no. right now. But you brought it up. Yeah, no. What the Cubs don't do that drives me crazy, like when I look at behind this, behind you at the Ole Miss powder, there was a time back when Bill Buckner, Ivan DeJesus, that era, where they wore a, a powder blue road uniform. Okay. And it was powder blue with blue navy blue pinstripes. I like it. I think it looks kind of cool. It's unique. They should break it out and use it as a Sunday uniform, a occasional road uniform. They they could get a little more creative than they get with some of their road stuff. The blue on top of the gray pant doesn't do a lot for me. Well, it's like the Braves. I'm all in on their Henry Aaron, Dale Murphy, white, blue, royal blue uniform. Yes. It's great. Yes. Wear it whenever you want. I actually like it better than your – recent TBS Superstation traditional white uniform that's the navy and the red. It's the better suit. But they make my blood boil when they would do the really dark navy with the dark navy hat. Yeah. It was the worst Braves uniform in history. And they wore it, it was one day a week, and it was what they wore that day. And we were no, just do this. You have these uniforms, do this, call it a day, and move on. You're all good. Well, sometimes you see teams break out some of the throwbacks. And the throwbacks look amazing, and you're like, you should just do that a lot more often. And sometimes teams realize that and do actually change. I yeah. mean, you get it, you know. I mean, you know, the, why Milwaukee ever for a period goes away from the best logo in sports yes. with the M and the B and the yes. glove and the light colors and the whole deal. And they go from that to the M with the thing around it that you're like, what is that, barley or something? I mean, what, what are you doing? And the Astros got away from the Navy and the Orange for a while where they almost wanted to look like they were the Jetsons or something yeah. and had all the yeah, stuff. It it's like, no, do, do this. I mean, this do. hurts me to say this, but like St. Louis's cream uniform is fantastic. Oh. Oh. It's, it's great. I mean, I hope they lose every time they play in it, but it's a great uniform. They suck, so we never talk about it, but the Pirates don't mess their uniforms up very much. No, theirs they, are great. They just, theirs are great. They just do it. They're home whites. They do black and gold as well as anybody. As opposed to what's maybe the worst black suit I've ever seen, that thing the Reds wore with the city uniforms or whatever. The, the all-black Cincinnati stuff. And they actually won some games in that, which was – You think just mentally. Yeah, you should lose like that. You, 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 the Cubs have a Wrigleyville suit that they wear on Fridays at home. That's random. And it's, it's navy blue with, like, powder – piping and I've tried to like it I've tried really hard and the the, the, the cap is like the city cap with mm-hmm. the little star and the it's okay but they keep losing in that uniform and you think they get the, the message out. get the message that yeah you're losing for a reason I have to at least ask as we close the subject what, what, what is the interest level I mean we started the year as like a three so where are we oh I'm eight-ish 
Cubs. Just get yeah. the tournament. Just get, just the, get tournament. To the tournament. Just, just, just get the tournament. When Strowman went down, I was like, well, that's probably it. And so it, it probably went down from a nine or a ten to an eight. But I'm still pretty, pretty locked in. System wise, though, moving forward, you feel good about direction. Yeah. Okay. Well, we talked about Kate Horton, and sure. they've got Pete Crow Armstrong. We up soon, and um, Jordan Week, I think it's like Wick. How you say his name? Another pitcher that I think is coming up soon might make his de- debut this weekend. They they've got a ton of money available. They should be aggressive. They're talking like they're going to be aggressive. Yeah, from a fan standpoint, it's kind of it's encouraging because the rest of the division, there's nobody in the division that just terrifies you. Cincinnati looks like they have a really good young core, and I don't think since St. Louis will stay this bad for long, but St. Louis has to address some things. And then Pittsburgh's Pittsburgh, and Milwaukee's going to lose some talent here soon. It feels like Milwaukee, if you wanted to call what they had a ceiling, is gone. Like or the end of it at least. Like yeah. whatever that was is is no longer applicable. It does not feel like it. They have point. a really good organization. That that helps them. They have they've done a lot of player development. Milwaukee? Yeah, they've done a really good job. They have a really talented roster that you can tell they've drafted well and developed players well and all of that stuff. I think you mentioned this in the mailbag earlier this week, is the lack of hot seats for SEC coaches this season because it's never the case where you can't go, hey, I'll find this guy, and they lose, and they win, and we'll, we'll, we'll get there. And you only had two names, and you frankly had to reach a little bit because had to reach a lot. it's going to require bombs going off in either one of those programs for that to be the case, or at least especially for one of them, in my opinion. I mean, it is it is rare to almost a unicorn to go into a year where none of the 14 – can just have that mediocre, poor season. And again, the losses are on paper. Emotions and things happen, and boosters get pissed, and ADs lose jobs, and scandals happen. And I mean, obviously, things can sure. go haywire. But from a preseason, this guy's going into it with some flames running. There's not that in the SEC right now at all. No, there's nobody that walks into the season on a hot seat at all. I mean, people do the Billy Napier thing, I don't buy it. He's new into his gig. They've recruited. They've raised money through their collective. Yeah, I, I don't buy it. I mean, I guess if they went 2-10 and ten and it was a complete cluster, but it would take that kind of a train wreck for him. The two that I mentioned, we'll take them in order. Elia Drinkwitz at Missouri. I mean, realistically, they'd have to lose eight games. They'd have to lose, like, games that no one thinks they could lose. And even then, have to care to the level to get rid of a guy they, after one time. They just gave him a new contract. So he's, he's recruiting. So his, he's recruiting at a really high level. And See, I think his is, recruiting you makes hiring? him not possible to and, fire. And who are you hiring? If you're Missouri and you fire Eli Drinkwitz, who, who are you getting? I mean, there's coaches out there that you could get that would, I think are really good coaches, including a handful of people who I know well and consider friends. But is that exciting a fan base? Was that making people super excited? Probably not. Then the other one is Sam Pittman at Arkansas going into his fourth year. He's super well-liked by their fan base. Um, He's had a degree of success. I mean, he's gone to – I'm trying to think. He's gone to bowl games, I think, all three years. You know, he won an Outback Bowl. He won a Liberty Bowl. 
don't remember what other game they played in. I think they went to a bowl. No, they're, 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 they got COVIDed out of a bowl. They did. But yes. they were supposed to go to the Texas Bowl, if I recall correctly. TCU. They were like on the bus over. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So three bowl appearances. Um, he's recruiting fairly well. And their schedule set up where they, I think, could win six, seven games. Are you firing seven and five Sam Pittman? No. Are you firing six and six Sam Pittman? Probably not. Probably irritated with him at that point if you're them, but I don't even know if you're firing five and seven Sam Pittman, you know, and so I don't I don't know that anyone's really on the hot seat walking in. Well, let me expand it then. Who's the couple coaches that are most likely to just not be the coaches at the end of the calendar year of their respective schools? Not fired, just yeah. not the coaches. Uh well, I mean, I think we're always to some degree on Nick Saban watch. Okay. He's older. If Nick Saban were to win a national title, would he say, hey, that's enough? I'm good? I don't know. Um, How about this? I mean. How about this one? Okay. Your guys don't score a lot of points. Brian Ferenz gets fired at Iowa. He can't fire him. He steps down and Mark Stoops goes to the Hawkeyes. Sure, that could happen. Although, if you talk to Kentucky people, they'll tell you they feel like that, well, they're paying him a ton of money. They'll feel like they've dodged that bullet. They're paying him like eight point six million dollars, and he's super invested in it's some of the same stuff that you hear now about Lane and Ole Miss. Right? Is that there was a time where I think he thought, well, this wasn't going to be a long term stop, and then suddenly he starts making roots and he's like investing in horses and stuff. He's yeah, investing yeah, yeah. in horses, he's investing in bourbon, he's mm-hmm. super engaged there. Doing really, the whole Kentucky thing. Really likes the many genuinely likes it. And look, you and I've talked about this before. If you could be super rich living in Lexington, you can do a lot worse. I mean, if you can afford to do the bourbon mm. thing and afford to do the horse thing, well, it's probably <laughs> kind of fun to do the bourbon thing and the horse thing. I like bourbon. Horses um, are fine. Yeah, sure. I like horses fine. I mean, yeah. I could I could you know, I could probably get into horse racing if if I could do it at that level. So I don't know. Is he leaving for Iowa? Just is is his love of alma mater that strong? Maybe. I don't know. But is, otherwise is that, the, is that the direction that Iowa would go if they got rid of Kirk Ferentz? I yeah, I, I don't know. But other than that, I mean I you know I I think that's signaling the point is you're reaching even on like the number two option. I guess we just missed the I can hear the fans screaming at me. So you're right. I'm listening to you. I can hear you. What? Jimbo Fisher. Oh. Is Jimbo on a hot seat? So here's what you have to believe about Jimbo on a hot seat. Exactly. You have to believe this. You have to believe that they're going to lose five or six games again. Six. And that it's – here's the – we do the thing about rational and irrational. It's one thing to say, oh, yeah, hell yeah, we will give him $70 million. Okay. When it's Monopoly money, sure, sure, sure. I mean, we might have to go buy a couple of new Monopoly boards to come up with it, but sure, yeah, here, here you go. When that's real money, when that's actual money that comes out of accounts, that moves. Well, Rawls is calling the donors and going, hey. Where when you check your bank statement the next morning, there's that this gone. giant deduction that came out of your accounts. Maybe they've got it. I'm sure they have it. But putting that money together to get rid of a football coach so that you can go hire another football coach and who is going to want to be paid astronomically. Because you just fired that cat. So who are you? I mean, and, and if you're Texas A&M, I mean, 
who's the guy at the top of your hot of your hot board? Who's the guy that goes, okay, well, this guy, unlike Jimbo, unlike Kevin Sumlin, this guy, he's going to walk in year one with Texas joining the SEC, and he's going to take our program to the next level. Who's that cat? Because that you know my, you know what I'm about to say because you and I've been doing this for a long. The moment that you fire Jimbo Fisher, not it's his not problem. his fault anymore. You can blame him all you want to, but someone else is going to take the job. You promote Bobby Petrino. Kidding. Yeah, I mean, that's assuming they haven't killed each other by week seven of the season. Because here's the deal: if you're wanting to hire Bobby Petrino, you're, you're keeping Jimbo because that means that the Petrino Jimbo thing worked, and. You're happy with Jimbo because he finally did the one thing that you asked him to do, which was hand the offense over to somebody and just go be a head coach. No, Petrino's been great because, I mean, I was on Twitter this week, and I <laughs> saw from an A&M beat writer that not only was Petrino a wonderful play caller and dominating in that facet, he also had become a wonderful person as well. Oh, um, Actually, yeah. it, it, it was about his, his oh, humanitarian cause, cause nature. Because men, men change in their late 50s. Yes. a and is going to have one of the top three offenses in the SEC. <laughs> And then I mean, that, while doing that, I mean, you poll a hundred women and say, "How much do men change in their late fifties?" They'll all say, "Oh, a ton, a ton," in very positive ways. Oh, yeah, ways. of course. More charity. More, yeah, yeah, yeah. More weight just loss. Better guys. Yes. No, I'm I'm seeing all the stories, all the tweets, all the all the all the mentions that I mean, Bobby has. They has can turned sell it. it. Around. They can sell it all they want, but come on. But I mean, you know, if 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 Jimbo doesn't, if if they're firing Jimbo, that meant that the thing with Petrino didn't work either. So I mean, who is? I mean, who would be the guy at Texas A and M? And there's no obvious person nationally where you go, oh well, that dude has this tie and he's this and he's going to be phenomenal. And I mean, let's just for kicks and giggles, let's say that I'll, I'll use them because I know both of them. Either South Alabama or Troy has some magical That's season. That doesn't do dials. it. That doesn't do it. I mean, who are you getting? I mean. They're no, gonna, they'll demand a They're going to throw Lane Kiffin's name out there. Lane's not leaving for Texas A&M, I don't think. I mean, you're gonna, and if you do, you're going to have to pay him a boatload of money out of Ole Miss, and then you got to pay him a boatload of money to take the job. And that would be a one hundred million dollar minimum, yeah, deal. So, I mean, what are you? Who are you getting? Some fired NFL coach. That's where you better be stuff. super careful with the. You know what? We're we're rolling this guy out of here and. Over overestimating your value. I know they have a lot of NIL and they have great facilities and they've got all that stuff, but there is something about that place that has prevented them from winning big. They've never done it. Ever. And so, you know. Manziel was phenomenal. He was. He was great. He didn't hold a trophy up. No, he didn't. He played Duke in a Chick-fil-A ball. He did. It took every ounce to beat Hugh twice. Oh yeah! Every ounce. Both of those games were one play games. It, it, it's he had Mike Evans, and I'm sure that as the emotions roll in and teams lose games, people are going to lose their minds. But rationally, in today's era, I just think you have to be because buyout better, money is nil. You better know who you can get. You better feel really confident about the field of people that you could pursue, not the people who would use your job to get better jobs, but the people that. You could actually pursue who would want the job. I bet that's a different list. It's a small, small number. You know, you hire some NFL guy who's just an NFL coordinator or something. He might be a hell of a coach, but can he come in and run all of that in today's era? Where now you're not only do you have to be a coach, 
but you have to sort of be a general manager as well. Yeah, because like you are a CEO of the highest caliber at that you, point. Because you have to manage payments. You have to tell the collective people. I know everybody says this doesn't happen, but okay, sure. Yeah. You have to tell the collective people, hey, here, here's how much this guy's worth. Salary cap. you got to be a capologist. Yeah. To yourself. Back it up for a minute. We mentioned the jerseys, and I'll move back to football. Ole Miss did not even, you know, play around with the gray jersey at all. It's been the uh, the bane of Ole Miss fans' existence for a long time with the uh, the negativity that comes with that gray jersey. After last season, you go six and twenty four in the SEC. You can bring it back, right? Doesn't that reset everything? Well, oh. Now the gray can be brought back into the fold because you lost in everything. Could they please consult us and let us put a gray jersey together? That doesn't have the blue shoulders no, no, just, and the. No, I, I, I really feel like I could do it. Old Miss across the chest. Yeah, because you're on the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So city, whatever. Where the city on the road. Put Old Miss across the chest. Put a number on the bottom. Oh, you want the number? Yeah, I like the number. Okay. In red or in navy? Either one. Okay. You could do the red. You could do either one. Okay. Outlines on the name? Yeah. And then... This is where I wish for So, Ole like, the Ole Miss script that's on the red jersey? Yeah. On the gray? On the gray. Okay. That's where I wish they what had What about it. a gray with just the UM on the chest? You like it across, don't you? I like it across. Okay. But you could, you could sell me on it. I, okay. This is where I wish Ole Miss had an alternate logo that you could put on, like, the sleeve. But maybe you could put, like, the Lyceum on the sleeve. Oh. They have the crest. Yeah. Maybe you put the crest on the sleeve. Okay. You just do something different with it. Gray can be a really cool uniform. Navy cap with the red M. Yeah. Yeah, not the red cap. Navy cap. There's there's multiple teams in the SEC that have strong gray uniforms. You can pull it off, it's fine. That's that's yeah. Every one of them that doesn't have the weird Nike contract that puts the colored thing under the shoulders. Yes. And then Ole Miss is unlucky because for some reason, and I don't know if it's the red versus the blue. Arkansas has the same dumb thing, but theirs doesn't look as bad as Ole Miss's does. With the red under oh, the thing. Oh, yeah. But you know what? I, I remember watching a couple of their games last year when they were wearing the gray, and I did not like the little red gusset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, it seems like, if I remember right, last season they went to a gussetless gray. Oh, a more traditional that gray? That looked pretty good. Okay. What they have that works for them that Ole Miss should try to figure out a way to get for them is they have a cream they have a cream uniform they have a great with, cream. The, with the A on the side that I think looks fantastic. That one is good. It's yeah. a it's yeah, a yeah, nice yeah. uniform. Florida dominates a lot of their uniforms with being smart. Gray, white, blue, orange. Yeah. Works there. Where is Zestrinsky from? Oh. Pitcher for Pittsburgh. I recognize his. Where did the ball just go that was 102 miles an hour off the bat? Up the middle. Second baseman caught it. Oh, it wasn't even a hit? Yeah. See, they're going with the black top, the Pirates. And I don't hate it because it, it's they, fine. They have a really good alternate. This may be the best alternate logo in baseball. They have the, the alternate logo that they can put on the, the Pirate head. Ole Miss should pull the Lyceum thing out, put it on. The crest. Because they don't have a mascot, not to get down that road. <laughs> But if you had a mascot, you could break the mascot out on that. Yeah, the bear head was never going on a baseball <laughs> jersey. You just stick the big bear head. <laughs> no. 
Where's the shark? Just put the head. On yeah. The, on the, <laughs> no on, shark. On the side of the thing. Can you imagine the fan meltdown if they put the shark on a baseball <laughs> uniform? I mean, I almost would pay to well, watch Well, the football that. team wears the M fin on the back of the helmets. They do. They've embraced it. Is it they, still on? It was last year. Okay. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't think it's a quarterback competition. You don't think there's a quarterback competition. Not initially. Well, sure. I think it's Jackson's job to lose. Sure. Uh, I think that's pretty clear. Is there a position on the field where when you start seeing snap counts, say the first three weeks, not make it about Mercer, that something will surprise you or you're interested in on how they are splitting those reps at a position? I'm interested to see how many reps Michael Trigg gets, how they use him, or if they use him in a lot of two tight end sets. That was going to tell me something about the offense. I'm interested to see once he's healthy – how many reps Zachary Franklin gets. I am interested to see how aggressively they use Aiden Williams. Um, defensively, I'm interested to see how aggressively they use Sunterine Perkins. How quickly, through th- how three weeks, they feel like they can trust him when the SEC games come around, when Alabama's out there. and Alabama looks across and goes, there's a freshman linebacker, let's pick on him. Can he, let's let's see let's see how fast he can process. When Jaden Daniels looks across from the line of scrimmage and says, "There's a freshman, let's target him." Those are kind of the basic things. I want to see if they have built any depth from guys who had not previously gotten on the field, but now they trust. You know, Demarco Williams, who they like a little bit. Yeah. Does that does that guy? You know, we, we see it in practice, and we don't always know. I mean, he's out there and whatever, but do they go, hey, no, 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 we trust him. That's a dude. He's going to be a guy that's going to play at least 25 snaps or Braylon 20 Brown. snaps. Braylon Brown. They tell you that they really like Braylon Brown, that he has these great practices. and Reggie yet, Hughes. Yet he has one catch to his name through two seasons. Now, he had some injury stuff, but he's caught one ball. But he was getting number one reps in fall camp, preseason camp. And at some point, it has to translate to the game. You know, Jalen Knox, we've heard that name a bunch. And so far, it, it hasn't translated to games. And wideouts in general, because they've been so banged up, what, is, what does that rotation look like? I mean, what does Jordan Watkins get? Is he completely healthy? Is he ready to go? What do they do with Jalen Knox, Braylon Brown, Trey Harris, Zachary Franklin, yeah. I mean, Dayton Wade? They got dudes, but how are you actually splitting it when it matters? So I had a mailbag question. It was about if if the football gods, I guess is how it was said, came down and said, hey, Jackson Dart was invited to New York for the Heisman uh, presentation. presentation. Sure. What would that tell you? The wideouts are better than we thought. That's the big thing is it would tell yeah. me is that, wow, Number one, he had a hell of a season. Number two, Ole Miss probably won 10-plus games. And number three, the wideouts are simply better than I thought they were going to be. And it's not that I think they're going to be bad. I just don't know that I trust them to be as good as some of the hype right now. Ole Miss led the country last year in non-triple option offenses rushing. They were behind like Air Force or something. But non-triple option rushing nationally last year. Lane likes to run the football. In a way that's still a misconception to so many people, they think he throws it around. It's he crazy. runs the ball. He's, he's balanced at with, the with, top with of the SEC most years in, in, in rushing. rushing. The thing about the Jackson question is that if you say that, I get really confused simply because he would have to be so efficient because I just don't think the offense is built in a way that Jackson Dart throws for 4,600 yards mm. and goes 
apeshit. Like, it doesn't make sense statistically. I mean, it's got to be one of those deals where, hey, he threw for 3,700 and he had 34 touchdowns and six picks. Well, let's be honest for a minute. That offensive line last season was damn good at run blocking. But did not pass blocking. And they struggled in pass blocking. So if you told me that Jackson Dart had that kind of season, it would tell me that that offensive line, which is basically the same guys, had massive improvement. And they might. Now the two freshman tackles are now sophomore tackles. But they got to get better. Both of them really struggled in pass pro last they, year. They really do. For as good as Micah Pettis was in run blocking, and he was a road grader, he was a liability at times in pass, pass protection. Uh, kind of the same for Daniels. There were moments when he was okay at it, but there were moments where he was a liability. There were times that Jackson Dart was kind of running, running for his life. Um, well, then just that was a hell of an at bat right was. there. Then that, that was a major league at bat. <laughs> and then where does the depth come from? Because you know you got Vic Kern, the Washington transfer, but inside for the most part it's the starters and Reese McIntyre. I mean, you know, where yeah, it's, where it's, where are it's you? It's Eli Acker and Reese McIntyre and and Caleb and Caleb and Jeremy James and those guys and and those are good players. But some of, of that group, the only one that I think is a proven guy is Jeremy. And you probably need, you know, you need Caleb to stay healthy. You need his game to take a step. And then you need another guy at guard to be consistent. And what happens, like you said, what happens if you have an injury? What happens if you lose a tackle? Is Cam East ready to come in and contribute? Do you have to move Jeremy James back out to tackle? And then if you do that, do you have enough in the interior? And you and I both know this. Games in this league are won and lost in the line of scrimmage. And I keep hearing that. One of the reasons that Ole Miss is going so heavy on high school recruiting, and by the way, we expect a couple of commitments this weekend, one of the reasons that they're going so heavy on high school recruiting is that they want to be able to use a lot of their portal money on offensive linemen because they've got to rebuild their offensive front after this season. So that's another thing I'm just kind of really watching. You know, it's it's we don't give it enough attention, and nobody does probably because it's hard to write about the offensive line in the preseason because there are no numbers yet, you know. But that's what I'm watching. It's one of the big question marks. Offensive line and then can you get to the – off on the defensive side, can you get to the quarterback consistently? Can you disrupt the passing games that you see in this league? There's so many, so many talented offensive coordinators and, and good quarterbacks and elite receivers and, and all that stuff. It's it, – it, the margin of error from, you know, winning to losing is can be razor thin. You saw that last year with Ole Miss with a few games. I mean, Kentucky, Mississippi State, there, there's games that are decided by just a, a few plays and how, how well you can – not control, but how well you can sort of hang, hang on the offensive and defensive lines determines so much. We spend a lot of time talking about quarterbacks and Quinshawn and all of those things, and, and that's valid, but there's more to it than that. By the time we get back together, we'll have lines for week one of the college football season. Obviously, we'll have Nils picks coming up uh, next week, but just some guesses here. There's a few games that are you know, somewhat relevant for uh, week one. What do you expect from a line standpoint, Florida opening up against Utah, that one uh, out in Salt Lake City on Thursday night? We'll be we'll be doing hand raise guys while that is happening. Oh, actually, yeah. in almost a, exactly a week from right now, Utah minus three and a half. Ooh, you think there's respect to the SEC to Florida? Florida won the game last year. 
Yeah. I, I, I'll, Utah's going to get some home field. But the fact that Florida won that game last year is going to be a, a sobering thing. For no Anthony betters. Richardson. No Anthony Richardson. Is, is Rising going to play? Don't know. Haven't seen. Well, that would change things. You didn't even contemplate taking Florida maybe in that situation. Uh, speaking of this week, because people will hear this, prior to Vanderbilt and Hawaii kicking off at 6.30 on Saturday night, Vanderbilt a 17.5 point favorite over the Warriors. Podcast brought to you in part by Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-A-R-C. Two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio, your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's NESpark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone service, portal controls, network security, and much more. So to get the best internet in Lafayette County as well as parts of Union and Pontotoc counties for those who previously did not have internet, 662-238-3159. I get the beautiful and healthy smile you deserve at Corinth Dental. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative, state-of-the-art procedures that will result in a beautiful, long-lasting smile. From routine checkups to advanced treatment, including implants and Invisalign, Corinth Dental is here to help you achieve your smile goals. So schedule your appointment today. Take the first step toward a better version of yourself. It's CorinthDental.com. Are you a displaced corporate executive looking to put your career in your own hands? Are you an experienced entrepreneur looking to diversify? Either way, Andy Ludeke can help. He owns multiple franchises and businesses and uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. So call Andy, put your life and your career in your own hands. It's 100% free. You've got nothing to lose. Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net or call Andy. Southern Traditions Farm is a uh, 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails. There's so much offered at Southern Traditions, including horseback riding offerings. From beginner lessons with trainer Susan Walt to buying your first horse and competing at nationally recognized competitions. Um... A lot of good things happening out at Southern Traditions. It's also a great venue for uh, parties, events, reunions. So get in touch with them on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. You may have said this, and um, I missed it because I was looking down trying to figure out what the next topic was, but uh, Sportico had him uh, estimated at $40 million in endorsements per year. Oh, um, wow. So just eight times more than any other baseball player, by the way. Eight times. From a star power standpoint, Jesus. I mean it's it's huge. Yeah. So anyway, what it does to your the marketability of your franchise. Yeah. You know. Uh, forgot to mention men's basketball renewal deadline August thirty first. Renew or purchase now to be in the priority seat selection process. Women's basketball tickets are on sale for just fifty dollars per season ticket. Both those can be found at OleMissTicks.com. and the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation is starting its pledge per win and pledge per touchdown campaigns for football. Go to GiveToAthletics.com to sign up for that today. And then uh, single-game football tickets um, that are still available on sale now. That started August 15th, so you get single tickets now for Ole Miss football. Put them, put them probably down. probably true. You're good. Spend yeah. that money. Tennessee's got to be at least 22-point uh, favorite against the Cavs in Knoxville to open. Oh, 20, at least. 22? I was going to say like 27. Okay. Virginia's wow. bad. Like, Worst in the ACC bad. Oh, they're that bad? Yeah. Is that look, still Mendenhall? I think that is Mendenhall. Yeah. It's a camp thing. 
we do it with Ole Miss, so you have to do it with other teams too. The word out of t- Tennessee's camp is that Milton has been fantastic. He's getting a lot of buzz for a guy that's played essentially one game. I mean, the, the word out of their camp is that he has played pristine football. There's a lot of gimmies. Kentucky plays Ball State, obviously Ole Miss and Mercer, Auburn, UMass. That'll be a huge line uh, on the plane. Yeah, UMass might opener. be the worst team in all of college football. Yeah, they're terrible. Um, Arkansas, Western Carolina, they get their one double A to open as well. Our FCS, Mississippi State, Southeast Louisiana. What do you think about Arkansas opening in Little Rock? Oh, I didn't notice that. Almost, it's almost unfair to your fans, isn't it? I guess you get it out of the way. But those two factions fight all the time over games and stuff, right? Doesn't yeah. Arkansas have kind of a split? They have a little bit of a split, but the Northwest Arkansas people have won that fight. Because so, obviously – So there's a bone being thrown right here. Yeah, because the stadium in Little Rock is, is, well, egre- I mean, is, is egregiously bad. I mean, as we cover Ole Miss, I mean, it was throwing a huge bone to the visitors when Ole Miss got to play in Little Rock instead of Fayetteville. It's like, whoa, hold yeah, on. it would be like Ole Miss playing a game in Jackson. Yeah, hey, LSU, we'll play you in Jackson instead of Oxford. Yeah, they'd sign up for that. I mean, that's – yeah, 100%. Um, Texas A&M, New Mexico – Georgia, UT, Martin, Georgia with just a really simple schedule for SEC standards this uh, this season. Alabama, very interested in what they do at quarterback. Uh, Middle Tennessee in town. They're the going to play the, three the, of them that day. Yeah, the Blue Raiders in town for that one. Vanderbilt has their uh, FCS game, Alabama A&M. And then a couple good ones. South Carolina hosting uh, Drake May in North Carolina. All right, what's, what's uh-huh. your, where's that game? Is it in Columbia? It's in Charlotte. Okay, it's in Charlotte. I'm going to go North Carolina minus four and a half. Oh, that's exactly what I was thinking. Um, I'll be different just for the second. Okay. Uh, North Carolina minus five and a half. That it feels like a, a marginal Carolina favorite, and I I've told you this. Fast. I, that, that's what time's that game? It's at six thirty. Oh, it's on Saturday. Oh, we might we're we good. Might, we might be close enough to watch some of that. Oh no, we're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah no problem. Yeah, sign all. me up for that one. I told you I pull a, like I, have, I underrate North Carolina because they're in a football uniform with North Carolina on it. I just can't make myself buy in, but I feel like they win this football game. I think they beat South Carolina. Okay, um, you're going to take the Gamecocks. I already, know I, don't know. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't look. If South Carolina is going to have a good season, they have to win this game. Their league schedule is brutal, and they have Clemson at the end, and Clemson's going to want them. One more game to go, and it's probably what it is. It's the biggest of the week, but tickets. I'm just looking at this. Get in price for Florida and Utah on a Thursday night, $156 next week. Wow. $156 on the get in next week in Salt Lake City. You know, on the, the list Gators. of places I'd like to go see a game. That'd be neat. That's there. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to see a game at Utah. Because Ole Miss plays BYU, but do they do one out there? Is it in Provo or is it only in Oxford? You know, they've got BYU on the schedule. I think it's up. a home and home. Is it a home and home? Okay, so there's a Provo game at some point there. Or is this the makeup for the game from years ago? No, I think we've already. Okay. Yeah, I think that's already been shelved and moved and everything else. Okay. Um, and then, uh, obviously, Sunday night, 6.30 on ABC for this one, the LSU Tigers and the Florida State Seminoles in uh, Orlando. I'm going to guess LSU's a two-and-a-half to three-point favorite. Close. The whole Mason Smith thing. Makes me hate the NCAA so much. Impermissible benefit in today's world. <laughs> he signed autographs. Is that what it was? Literally in, in was? literally NIL. He signed autographs two or three weeks before NIL came into play. Come on. And he would have been suspended last year for a game, except he got hurt. So he already missed a year. So you're going to punish the kid. 
I don't know Mason Smith. He might be the greatest kid in the world. Maybe he's the worst kid in the world. I don't know, but this is why people hate the NCAA. Well, that's terrible. I mean, I'm sorry. I know there's a lot of people out there that you hate LSU, and I get it. I understand completely, 100%. But this is the principle of it. You would be losing your mind if someone were doing this to an Ole Miss player. Anyone. Anyone. It's wrong. Why are you punishing Mason Smith? And if he has to serve a one-game suspension, let him sit next week against Grambling. Yeah, say, why, hey, you why have are you to punishing, a game. Why are you punishing from a game that you know he wants to play? Autographs. You say you In care, today's world, autographs. You say you care about this, quote, student-athlete. You, you, you talk about how much you care about the student-athlete, so you punish the student-athlete for something that is literally NIL. Literally, in an era where we call it NIL and it's not NIL, you punish a kid for NIL. Name, image, likeness. He's signing his name on some football. Literally. So stupid. Leading to close as your Cubs are up one nothing here uh, on the uh, on the Pirates. Mississippi and Justin Steele on the mound. Oh, there you go. Um, I'm not sure in the entire professional game there's a person who looks better in a uniform and maybe in that Cubs uniform than Dansby Swanson. He is a good-looking guy. Yep. I mean, yep. just if, if you're rolling out dudes to pose in uniforms. I mean, he was like walking by a minute ago, and I went, I'll be down. Like, yeah, 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 like it's, it's – he's the dude who gets off the bus first. You go, oh, okay, that's what a baseball player looks like. How's he been? He's been terrific. I mean, he's played all-star level baseball. and Yeah, he's been a leader on their – he's done – I think – I've listened to some interviews with uh, Jed Hoyer, the Cubs president of baseball operations, who – Literally watched every ground ball that Bansby Swanson has ever fielded. Think about that. That's what he did? He went back and watched every ground ball that Swanson ever fielded as a Brave. And talked to everyone. They did their research because it was $177 million and they wanted to make sure they were not making a mistake. And I think he's exceeded their expectations. Wow. He's apparently a hell of a guy. So he told some intern, I need you to cut up every ground every ball. Every ground ball and watch them all. Because Dansby Swanson was told that story and was like, really, why? He said, I just wanted to see attention to detail and all of that stuff. And it was all there. I mean, he's been terrific. Wow. And he's allowed them to move Nico Horner to second base. And, and so you move a quality shortstop and make him a gold glove second mm-hmm. baseman. And suddenly they're really good up the middle. Yeah. Hawaii and Vanderbilt, first SEC game going. Again, obviously the game of the day on Saturday is Notre Dame and Navy. That coming from Dublin, Ireland. I think like 11, 11.30 a.m., something like that. Oh, I thought it was a little uh, later than that. Oh, was it later than that? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I can tell you real quick. I thought it was like 1.30. Okay, let's not, let's not be wrong. We can pull it up real quick. I'm on the uh, I'm on the page because you easily could be right. 1.30 is exactly right. Oh, okay. From Dublin, Aviva Stadium. UTEP and Jacksonville State after that. UMass, New Mexico State. That baby's on ESPN. UMass and New Mexico Ooh. State is on ESPN. Here's the crazy part. This tells you yep. everything about the Pac-2. That game's on ESPN, and if you want to watch Caleb Williams, you have to have the Pac-12 thingy that nobody has. You have to go figure out a way to buy it. I Meanwhile, it. you can watch Louisiana well, Tech and Florida International on CBS Sports Network. Ohio and San Diego State is on FS1. See, that's what I'm saying. I mean, the, you're getting beat even by the mid majors. When you tell the story of what went wrong with the Pac 12, it is so. But, okay, here's the other part of it. And look, I get it. I get it, San Jose State. Okay. I understand. Yeah, sure, I sure. get it, the Spartans. Uh huh. 
USC clearly the bell cow media wise in the Pac-12. Yes, right? I mean, 100%, not, not even one hundred percent, not even one hundred percent. Get in price for UMass and New Mexico State twenty one dollars. Get in price for San Jose State USC nineteen dollars. I'm surprised it's that much. Nineteen dollars. Yeah, it's, it's Heisman winner year two. Huge expectations. It's why when people say though I can't believe they left the Pac-12 for the Big Ten, I'm like I can't believe you think that they even thought about it. It was it was a, it was a no brainer. And of while, course they left. And while we're with you on uh, next Thursday, obviously we mentioned Florida and Utah uh, first Big Ten game we'll watch together as well. Nebraska Nebraska Minnesota Matt Rule making his debut against PJ Fleck there uh, in Minneapolis at Huntington Bank Stadium to uh, to open that one up. So that's your schedule. And we are uh, in game week again. Lane Kiffin will talk to the media on a Monday scrimmage, obviously, or whatever they're doing. Won't be a scrimmage. It'll be the mock game on the Saturday. Mock rehearsal. Yes, the mock rehearsal will be on Saturday. That'll be closed to the media. And then thank on, God. Uh, <laughs> yes, no, thank God. <laughs> and then on a Monday, we'll have Lane Kiffin players, as we said on Thursday morning, players on Tuesday, and then Kiffin on the teleconference on Wednesday, sometime around noon. Usually is when that uh, when that happens with all the SEC's head coaches one through fourteen for the last time before two more join with Texas and Oklahoma next season. So uh, again, huge thanks to uh, Scott and College Corner for having us out today. Come stop in here on Sisk Avenue Grand Opening today. People have been taking away the, uh, the refreshments, the cupcakes, the cakes, and uh, got to hear from Scott as well. So tons of inventory, forty five hundred square feet, plenty of options here at College Corner in Oxford. And we're back to you from the studio on Monday. Take care, be safe, and have a good weekend.